Welcome to the Akashic Reading Podcast, presented by AkashicReading.com, the place where you can learn to access your soul's wisdom, or at least stop digging the hole any deeper. I'm your host, Terry Uptana, and today we'll be working through how to successfully manifest using the systems you already have in place and moving things past intentions into being. Most conversations about manifestation are aimed at wrapping our minds around technique. But manifestation isn't a skill. It isn't a subject to be learned in school. You know, shop class, band class, English lit, manifestation, computer science. Manifestation is a key component to existing in embodied form. It's necessary in the same way food, water, shelter, and gravity are necessary to our health and even survival. Life force our akasha, prana, chi, is ever-flowing, entering into us from above and flowing through into the earth, while at the same time flowing into us from the earth and upwards into the universe. Why? Manifestation. We're not a closed system like a snow globe. We don't shove our soul into a container, seal it, then shake it once in a while to look at the scene. We're a part of the web of life, interconnected to it, and constantly manifesting our embodied existence here. The very baseline of this is the fact we're constantly letting go of pieces of us and regrowing new ones. I don't just mean hair, I mean organs and such. We're constantly manifesting ourselves. Ask anyone who has or had a weight problem, or has been an athlete, worked in a highly physical profession, been injured, been a model or actor, or even aged at all. We're manifesting machines. This manifestation can be guided or circumvented, but it can't be stopped. It's part of life. Manifesting is going on in us all the time. So is breathing. For the most part, we don't and don't have to pay attention to either. It's notable when we do attend to our breathing such as when something is wrong, asthma or sleep apnea, or when we consciously choose to notice it, work with meditative or conscious breathing techniques, or when our breathing forces us to notice it, when we're out of breath from exercise or have our breath knocked out of us from impact, such as a punch or a fall. Manifestation is pretty much the same thing. Our bodies manifest constantly and smoothly, which is a very good thing. We also manifest the things we need in life without noticing we're doing so, for the most part. We see them as just the things we need to do to get through our day, and often we feel like we aren't manifesting them, but being drawn through the process. Of course, if we look at this consciously, we can see our life force is manifesting far more than just our embodiment. Akasha, prana, or chi is bringing the wisdom of the universe into us constantly. This is the flow of energy which comes in through our heads and goes through and out into the earth. In every moment, we're taking in the infinitely possible and transmuting it into what is. At the same time, the what is, coming from embodiment, is flowing into our akasha, prana, chi, and we're bringing it back to the infinite as a fait accompli. Ever wondered how your soul book knows what's going on in your life while you're here? Well, this upward flow is part of it. 
you're writing your own record without even knowing it. Your existence is in part a living record constantly writing on the stuff of the universe. Not only I'm here, but every detail of why, what, how, and how much. Meanwhile, as the term writing would indicate, we aren't just passive tubes through which the energy flows. Everything which goes through us, like paint for the painter, is a medium by which we create. Some of it becomes a grocery list. Some of it is the laughter which delights our dog. Some of it is how we respond to the guy who flipped us off on the freeway. And some of it is what career we choose or don't. Another part of it is how we treat our family, our friends, ourself, what clothes to buy, and what vacation to take. Each choice we make is a means of manifesting. Choosing this book over that, this spiritual practice over that, this route to work over that are all acts of manifesting. We are interconnected co-creators of the universe all around us on all levels, and yet we are challenged in each moment to manifest the life we want or our short, medium, and long-term goals. So what good is knowing anything about the process if it's all auto-magically happening through us all the time? Well, like breathing, many times it's good just to let it get on with things. It doesn't need our help or intervention. In fact, this can cause disruption, like trying to follow a particular breathing pattern while at the same time trying to learn a complicated new exercise. If you focus on the breathing, you may miss or misunderstand the movement and injuries and or hilarity may ensue. However, there are times when things aren't working correctly and we need to intervene. At other times, we may wish to take an active role in manifesting our life beyond the daily routine. And so being conscious of, knowledgeable about, and skilled at manifesting can be very beneficial. Manifesting uses both energy streams, universal inner wisdom and external world, in an act much like breathing in and breathing out. We need to both breathe out what we want to have or be in the world and breathe in the world's resources, input, wisdom, and feedback. This means while holding an intention... Focusing our thoughts and taking right actions is part of the process. It takes the entirety of ourselves in interconnection with the world to be successful. Also, what qualifies as success may end up being something entirely different than our initial intention, so there's that. Manifesting is a top-down operation. While no manifesting process ever works in this linear of fashion, in fact, being more often like a game of tag your it or perhaps a salsa dance if things are going well, it helps to think of things like a countdown at a NASA mission launch. So let's count down from the top. Seven, inspiration combined with willpower. We can be inspired to make something happen and have no idea how to get it done, which is less about intellectual understanding of physical steps to take and much more about what role to become, identity to shift into, or career to enter. Adding more willpower, letting go of the breath you're holding, will help you make a choice. There's usually no right choice here other than to make one. Anyone. So start your engines and go. On the other hand, we can be wanting an outcome but have no inspiration at all. 
We therefore go about it the same way we have always done, with lackluster to negative results. Inspiration can't be had on command, but in these situations, it's often already there, just being discounted because it's not practical, doesn't seem to answer the need, seems frivolous, fantastic, or nonsensical. However, we need to breathe inspiration in if we're going to find the path forward, and wisdom rarely confines itself to what we think is practical. It can help at this stage to frame the process this way. I will allow this to have space within my being and my life. 6. Thinking it through or the devil and angel on my shoulders. Our brains are both miraculous authors of imagination and creativity and also negativity generators which are the bane of our existence. They see all the creative possibilities and dream new realities into being while telling us we'll never attain them and pretty much anything at all. This is not actually the fault of our brain, but how we're taught to interact with ourselves. The negative self-talk is meant to be a tool for problem-solving, so about ingenuity rather than abuse. And our creative side is meant to support our becoming and not write checks we can't ever cash. With manifesting, it's helpful to keep this in mind, pun intended, so you can balance each side and help them work in harmony. When you breathe in the world, you should be looking for opportunities and disallowing assumptions. Give your brain as much real information and input as possible. The more data you have to work with, the better your outcome. Also, welcome and allow real, not assumed, limitations. These are like signs on the freeway telling you what is ahead what you can, what you can't, and how to navigate your journey. So while using your brain, don't be too much in your head. Be in the real. Breathe out the possibilities your creative mind is coming up with while disallowing assumptions and negative self-talk. There's a difference between knowing your own limitations and creating them through self-sabotage. Five, speak your truth then allow it to be true. Breathe out the truth by saying out loud this thing is in the process of becoming. You don't have to do this with another person, although this can sometimes be helpful. We all need and deserve support in our creative endeavors. This is one reason why speaking the truth is such an integral part of addiction recovery. Hence, it's part of the 12-step process and also the reason we state New Year's resolutions to each other on social media, and or to the heavens. Saying it out loud makes it real in the world and in your body. However, it's important to also breathe in the reality we don't need to carry the full load. We are part of the world, not responsible for and to it. Let the akasha of the physical world flow up to open your shoulders, neck, and spine so things unlock move, and even balance. Sometimes it's not what we're doing, but how we're doing it, which makes or breaks a project. Four, create the space for this to be a part of yourself and your life. Breathe in the big picture, seeing all the steps, time frame, 
necessary resources and metrics necessary for this project to become real in this time and place. Breathe out in order to open up space for this in your being and in your day-to-day life. Three is claiming. This is where rubber meets the road and the inspiration we had at step seven becomes a real thing within us and our lives. Where things move from, I'm thinking about something, or I'm trying something out, or "Mm, I'm working on, to I am this. Think of this like going from someone who has been taking dance lessons to being someone who is a dancer. The actions are similar, but the identity makes all the difference. The same with being someone who writes things down to honoring the fact you're a writer, moving from resident to doctor, being interviewed to being hired, and so on and so forth. Breathe in and breathe out, I am this. Move from the concept stage into doing and being this regardless of outcome. Allow things to tip into full commitment if necessary, or honor the fact this commitment has already taken place. Two, fully engage in becoming. To paraphrase Helmut von Moltke, no plan survives the first contact with the enemy. Or, put another way, you can't know what it's like to be a parent work in your career field, live in another country, be a homeowner, participate in a sport, until you do it. As your plans were made before you had the experience of implementing the plan, it hasn't included the wisdom of those experiences. As you take the necessary steps to manifest the project, engaging and interconnecting with the world, your plans will naturally morph. New inspirations will come, Problem-solving will adjust things, and the entire process will transform. It can help to think of this in terms of being a martial artist. You don't need to be aggressive, but all traditional martial arts are a spiritual path, which centers around fully embodying, while at the same time fully interacting with the world as it is, not as you want it to be. Both and. So breathe in the world and honor all that it is. You don't have to like or agree with it, but you can't affect change if you won't acknowledge what exists around you. Breathe out the manifestation step by step, modifying for real-world facts and details as you interact with them. 1. Allow the manifestation project to be complete. This is one of the simplest but most difficult steps for people to do. Like making a house of cards, the hardest part is to let it stand on its own and do what it's going to do. But at some point, you have to allow the manifesting to complete and the results to go out in the world separate from you. Whether the end product is what you wanted, up to your standards, or a complete flop, the results need to go out into the world. This is the only way we can clear the decks for the next manifestation project. If we don't, we can stay stuck forever in a twilight of never quite there, but not being able to move on. When it's done, let it be done. Breathe in completion, step free of the process, 
Breathe in feedback, accept results. And that's all the time we have this week. If you're interested in knowing more, check out my website, akashicreading.com. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please consider supporting it by subscribing on Patreon. You can see all my other offerings and get regular updates about what I'm working on at patreon.com slash Thanks. Bye.